Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Calling all detectives. A man goes off to make his fortune and for 25 years sends an orchid a year to the woman he loves, but never writes a letter. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. You can't be a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, and be sentimental, too. Sentiment just doesn't mix with this business. I was working late one evening at my office, fixing up an expense account of money I'd spent on behalf of a client trying to make the thing read like fact rather than fiction. At 7.30, I was still trying to make it come out even when... It was the building scrubwoman lugging a pail and mops. She hesitated in the doorway. It's all right, you can come in. She was a woman in her mid-fifties, I judged. Hair graying, short, intending to be dumpy. Pleasant, though plain face. Nice, direct eyes. None of that was remarkable. What was startling was the fresh purple orchid pinned to the blouse of her shapeless dress. I looked and looked. Finally, I couldn't stand it anymore. Uh, I know it isn't any of my business, but would you mind telling me how you happen to be wearing that flower? She gave me a shy smile and then calmly told me one of the most fantastic and improbable stories I'd ever heard. When my office scrubwoman came to work wearing an expensive orchid, I couldn't resist asking how come. The story went back over 25 years. A boy and a girl in love, without money, unable to marry. He'd gone off to make his fortune, to California. Said he'd come back for her someday. In the meantime, he sent her an orchid every year on her birthday as proof that he still thought of her. Now, 25 years later, she had another birthday, another orchid, and the faith that someday he'd return. I leaned back in my chair. Mary, that's such an amazing story. I just don't know what to say. Well, I started out by saying that it was none of my business, and it still wasn't. Yet I couldn't put it out of my mind. I had to find out why that orchid was being sent. Really, why and by whom? The nearest florist shop to our building is Lober's, a couple of blocks down the avenue. I went there the next morning. Really, sir, when the donor of a sentimental gift requests secrecy, we never divulge his name, never. I took my badge out of my pocket and gave the clerk a quick look at it. The badge says private operative, but 
few people read that. Sonny, I'll have to ask you once more. Where do the orchids for Mary Kovach come from? After that, I won't ask anymore. Uh, I didn't realize... Police matter. One moment, sir. The clerk came back with a ledger. This is a record of our flowers by wire orders. The annual orchid on her birthday is sent to Miss Mary Kovacs from Pasadena, California. The donor's name, with instructions not to divulge, is Arnold Dronacek. That was that. The name of Mary's long-absent sweetheart was Arnold Dronacek. And if he wanted to send her orchids for 25 years, but no letters, there was no law to prevent it. I could pretend that I got right on a plane and went to California, except that I did nothing of the sort. But five months later, I happened to be in Los Angeles. With my business finished and nothing to do for eight hours, I suddenly remembered Mary Kovach and a bashful bow. Pasadena is a beautiful little city, and some fine people live there. But Arnold Dronacek was not one of them. His name wasn't in the phone book of the city directory. So I took my problem to the Bureau of Vital Statistics. And there... Yep, here it is. Dronacek Arnold. Could be mistaken with that name. Died 13 years ago. Flowers from a man who'd been dead 13 years. Ordered each year by somebody representing himself as Arnold Dronacek was utterly, fantastically impossible. I went to a telephone. Hello, this is Jerry Browning. You have me scheduled on a plane for ten this evening. Cancel it, please. I'm staying here indefinitely. You go about tracing a dead man a lot differently from one who's alive. Just to be doubly sure, I visited his grave. His fine, big tombstone gave me verification of his identity and my first real clue. It's a hard world. Poor people get little while they're alive, and they don't get big tombstones after they're dead. I dug through reams of musty old court records during the next few days and discovered quite a lot. Arnold Dranicek had been an enterprising businessman in a quiet sort of a way. He'd had a grocery store, then a bigger one, then a small chain of stores, and at the time of his death owned 36 such stores, the Draymore chain and a dozen smaller California cities. His will, as filed with the probate court, listed an estate of over $500,000. Final beneficiary, a Mr. Welton Wallace. Chairman of the board of the Draymore Groceries and Corporation. To get an interview with Mr. Wallace, I merely sent in my card with the name Mary Kovach. Scrawled across it. Delighted to see you, Mr. Browning. And I might add, delighted to hear that you have some news of the late Mary Kovach. She's alive, Mr. Wallace, and you know it as well as I do. Someday you must tell me how she died. At the moment, rather busy. Pardon me. Well, 
what he shoved across the desk at me was a check for $10,000. And what I did was... Mr. Wallace, I arrest you for deliberately negating the terms of a will and for pretending that Arnold Dranacek was alive for the past 13 years. Okay. So maybe you read the headlines of how a scrubwoman learned that she owned a million-dollar business because Dranacek's will made her the prime beneficiary with the estate to go to Wallace if she wasn't alive at the time of Dranacek's death. Wallace had been sending those orchids every year and meant to continue sending them as long as Mary lived as insurance so that Mary wouldn't think Dranacek was dead and maybe investigate. Wallace got a 10-year sentence. And I got $500 plus a kiss from a millionaires. Good pay. Like I said, I'm not a sentimental guy. And when I find somebody who is, it's okay. Provided I don't think he's overdoing it. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz. And a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. 